You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome one, welcome all. It is Tuesday, December 27th, 2022, 7.02 p.m. Central Standard Time on the dot. It is our last roundtable of the year next time we talk to you will be 2023 here on the roundtable of course it's a quick week for the dallas cowboys visiting the tennessee titans on thursday night football so we have a lot to get to and because we have a lot um look i i don't know what's going on here it's not predictable um it, it you know it even happened mtv whatever the opening credits are uh to full house we have a very full house here on tonight's blog of the boys roundtable and apparently um the memo worked for everyone to wear cowboys gear my name is rjo cho joining me in clockwise order i mean he looks I would not want to see Tony right now. I mean, Tony looks rough and tough with the beard. It looks like a thicker beard than usual. Tony Catalina, you can hear and see and read all these people all over blogging the boys. Tony Catalina, welcome, uh, sir. A merry post-belated Christmas to you. Yeah, you as well, and everybody here too. Did you get that beanie for Christmas? I did. I had to wear it. You know, my wife got it for me. So, <laughs> mm, all right. Shout out to um to your better half, Brandon Laurie, aka B two. You were busy earlier today, uh, like I said on the Blog of the Voice podcast network, the newest episode of the Writers Blog. People can hear your weekly Dallas Cowboys power rankings. That hat is not a new Christmas gift, but did you get some Cowboys paraphernalia for Christmas this year? Yeah, I got a nice blanket. Uh, it's cold here in New Jersey, so it was pretty fitting. Uh, I've been warm, wrapped up in Cowboys victories and Cowboys blankets, so it's all good on my end. Mm, you and one of our other panelists were talking about New Jersey before we started. Ted Mosby doesn't acknowledge New Jersey as a real place. Uh, so um, I follow in line with that. Danny Phantom, the opposite side of the country. Welcome one. You are not the Nickelodeon character. I don't know if he made an appearance during Christmas Day's broadcast of the Broncos and Rams. Um, were you aware uh, of Danny Phantom's presence throughout that uh, that particular outing, Dan? Uh, no, I was not paying attention, RJ. Okay. Are you um are you impressed with Mike McCarthy, Dan? No, nah, we'll get to it in a little bit. Don't worry about it. Uh Dave Sturchio <laughs> is here with us. Uh, another New Jerseyan, New Jerseyite. Uh Sturch, what is the, the proper term here? Jersey. You're a Jersey guy. That seems what about a Jersey gal? Jersey girl? Like what, it, Yeah, there's a, a Jersey guy Jersey and a Jersey girl. gal. Like, yeah, but I'm not a Jerseyan. That's weird. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, I thought he was wearing a jersey, but he's not. Aiden Davis is here. Uh, <clears throat> Aiden, I had some stuck in my throat. Plus, I'm emotional seeing you two times in a row, Aiden. Look at this. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad to be here. Got some time off for Christmas break. So, of course, I'm going to join the boys. I hope your family of Rams fans is realizing the mistake they made in life by choosing that team and allowing you to choose the Cowboys. Uh, Brandon Clements, B1, welcome. You have a really sharp Cowboys. It is, a, is it a sweater, a, a, a mock? What, what is this um, going on here? Uh, so I, I got this for Christmas. My family knows how much I love the Cowboys. So it's one of those things they found online where it's, it's a Nike logo and it has everybody, everybody hates the Cowboys. So Cowboys just ate us. Okay, well done. Uh, Mike Poland, one of our newer members here at Blogging the Boys. You know Mike from UK Cowboys, one of my great friends, one of the friends of Cowboys Nation. Mike, you've never been here for a roundtable. It's 1 a.m. I don't want to reveal where you are and dox you um, to like the, the people who watch <laughs> or listen to the show. Uh, but uh, but you are across the pond. The Premier League is back, so we had to bring you in as well for all the good times. 
Yeah, thank you very much, RJ. I'm just returning the favour for all the amount of times uh, you've joined us over here in the UK and Mrs. Ochoa telling you that you're starting to pick up a British accent. You've been here so much. That's right. Um, you know, she's um, she's happy because I'm happy. Manchester United with a 3-0 <laughs> win uh, today over Nottingham Forest. Relegate those people. Anyway, we have a lot to get to. We should uh, relegate the Philadelphia Eagles, I think. By the way, Moda says the swoosh never looks better than on Cowboy Swag. Brandon won. You do have a swoosh going on. Uh, Howman is joining us in the YouTube comments. Not here in person, though. It says plus five to Brandon C for being the only one brave enough to go hatless today. Brand Howman, I don't have a hat on. What's going on? <laughs> I mean, you don't count. Wow. Wow. Uh, well, an early start tonight uh, in the point category for B1. Mike, I know this is your first roundtable. There is a winner to every roundtable. It's a super fair and objective process. Would you not agree, Tony Catalina? Yeah, you know, it's always done right and democratic and perfect. So I got nothing Tony, to say. Tony, um, as we set the, as we get set rather to talk uh, Cowboys, Eagles, Titans, everything, um, a lot of people don't know you run the Madden simulations that appear here on the Blog and the Boys YouTube channel. Do you want to give us a teaser? Because you sent it to me earlier today. Uh, so do you want to give yeah. us any kind of tease that will drop later on? Obviously, it's a condensed week, as we said. You know, with Madden, maybe it is kind of what the Cowboys are, but it, it's never easy. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you what. These Madden Sims never go easy. I'll just let that like that. Tony, how many wow. times you run it? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> one this one, and I will give Tony a lot of credit. He always gets the uniforms just right for what the matchup's going to be. But so many people got so angry at him because the Cowboys did not announce their bicentennial stripe this year until late in the game. And Tony had already mm -hmm. run it. So all the comments were like, you guys didn't even include the stripe. So, Tony, you're stupid. Uh, but you know who's actually <laughs> stupid, everybody? The Philadelphia Eagles. Those losers came to town, got beat, had to leave, and now we're hearing all sorts of coping and goalposts moving from Eagles fans all over the internet. Dan Rogers, I want to start with you. Um, one sentence on the Cowboys beating the Eagles. You can expand upon this, but what is your sentence to describe the performance that we saw? Uh, the game was satisfying. That's the sentence. There is a... This is a competition, just to be very clear. Well, I want to be very plain with my sentence, and that's as plain as I can go. So that's what I was shooting for. Okay. All right. Uh, Mike, do us get, get us get the party going. Mike, what's going on? The game was satisfying? Hell no. Give me one sentence, Mike Pullman. All right. If I'm going to go for a, a good uh, sentence, I'm going to say it was a delicious Christmas present before the main event of delicious turkey and eggnog. You know, not an eggnog guy myself, uh, but you know what? You used the word delicious twice, and for that, I think you beat you. Double deliciousness. <laughs> okay, Brandon, uh, Brandon Laurie, are you going double deliciousness or triple anything? Uh, no, uh, I'm going to say that this team is resilient. Uh, you know, being down 10 points twice, coming back to win. Um, I'm wearing a Marvel t-shirt. They are kind of like the Avengers right now of themselves. Um, so I kind of like what I'm seeing. But yeah, this team is very, very resilient right now. Aiden, you famously picked the Cowboys to lose uh, last week. It was a big reason why you yourself were a loser um, on the roundtable. You didn't pick them to lose, but you were way less confident than anybody else. And you were like, I'm just picking what I, I think is going to happen, guys. I predicted us to win 41-17. to 17. I don't remember that <laughs> happening, so we're not going to acknowledge that truth. But, um, but so, Aiden, you're one sentence on the Cowboys beating the Eagles. The offense looks unstoppable while the defense is starting to scare me. Brandon Clements, do you believe the offense is unstoppable? What is your one sentence? I wouldn't go that far, but they looked pretty darn good. It was a, it was a very nice attack. The run game didn't, uh, didn't uh, make me uh, very happy, but 
Dak Prescott led the way in that department on, on, on average. So that was nice. Um, the defense, I'm a little nervous about. I think, you know, I'm not worried about the pass rush because they are getting there. The pressures are there. It's just that that secondary is still making me nervous. But on a bright on a bright note, Deron Bland just looks amazing. Um, Brandon Laurie, AJ has given you five points for the Marvel references, and Moda um, has given you double points just for having the shirt on. So um, everybody, you know, everybody went Cowboys, everybody went chalk, but Brandon uh, surprised everybody and, and came out to an early lead. Tony Catalina, one sentence to describe what the Dallas Cowboys did. You've had a lot of tweets about this. So you've been really flexing, so I'm interested to hear this sentence. Yeah, uh, um, the, it was a needed win for more things than just the uh, the score, you know, wins and loss column. Sturge, I was not going to come to you last, but this was a really slow ramp up here. I mean, no, like there was no screaming or anything. One sentence, the Cowboys beat the Philadelphia Eagles on Saturday, on Christmas Eve, nonetheless. The Eagles wore their black jerseys and everything was a big old deal. Sturge, give us a sentence to be proud of. The Philadelphia Eagle fans are in complete disarray right now. They don't know what is going on. They're they're banged up. They're blaming this guy. This guy doesn't know coverage. Slay's blaming his safety. It's incredible. We not only won the game, but we we just we pounced on their souls, guys. We really did exactly what I needed them to do, and that's not only just win the football game and gut it out and, you know, Hot take number one, Dak Prescott just moved right into my, like, outside of the top five in quarterbacks in the NFL. I don't know that anybody's like going to fight you on that. So I don't know that that's a nobody a hears me about that, except for maybe Dan. Uh, well, Dan, you um, you had the I guess you were the least impressed. I mean, it, you know, the Cowboys flew a little bit closer to the sun, but this is a very good team. I mean, they ultimately did what they had to do. They scored on eight of nine true possessions. I mean, was that not satisfying enough? It was satisfying. And th- I mean, there are a lot of a lot of things in this game that, to be happy about. Um, you know, I'm less concerned about the. Uh, the cornerback situation as I was before, which I was I have to I'll admit I was pretty pretty scared. Um so I'm, I feel better about that. But on the defensive side of the ball, I'm not too pleased. And and, and it's there's there's reasons for concern. And you know, we I talked about like Minshew and Hurts, you know, there I don't think there's a great gap, but we don't win this game with Jalen Hurts um uh, if he if he plays the way the game went down. So I think that the I don't think Eagle fans are in disarray at all. I think that they they came out there and put up you know four hundred 40 yards on us and and honestly it's it makes me a little bit concerned about when you know if we see them again so i'm not i'm not throwing a big party about this win it's it's there's some good things but i mean i think those are two relatively evenly matched teams and i'm you know i'm I'm still worried about philly sorry brandon you raised your hand um did you or did you you just yeah, stretch. Yeah. I mean, so no, I, I've been I've been talking to a few Eagles fans. We have a lot of Eagles fans up in Syracuse, and it, it's it's just the constant excuses after excuses. Again, like you said, they're moving the goalposts. It's typical Eagles uh, fan chatter. I'll just say this: so you, okay, the, the Eagles beat beat Cooper Rush led uh, Cowboys team earlier in the season. We beat a uh, backup quarterback for the Eagles. It really didn't prove anything. But at the end of the day, y'all lost. Move on. Stop whining about it. Just take the loss and move on. Mm, Philly, NFL, um, 40, man. <laughs> Philly won the turnover battle against the Cowboys in week six uh, by a margin of plus three. Dallas won by a margin of plus three as well this past Saturday. Aiden, do you agree that the Cowboys lose that game if Jalen Hurts is the quarterback for the Eagles? Uh, that's tough because I think that if Jalen Hurts plays I know for it's the tough. Eagles, that's I, don't I wanted, think, to, I wanted a, I don't to answer think so. it. <laughs> I don't think the Cowboys put up 40, but I also, I, I think it would just be a lower scoring game overall. I know that might sound weird to, 
yeah, you could project the Eagles to put up 41-48 with Hurts. But I just think it would have been a slower-paced game because the Eagles would have had their ground game going. So then it would have shifted more to what can our defense do to stop Hurts. With that said, two of those Minshew picks were not on Minshew. That was just on our defenders being great defenders. So, and the Miles Sanders fumble, I could argue that three of those turnovers still happen even with Hurts. I don't know if he necessarily throws the ball to Quez Watkins in those situations, but I'd say we lose, but I don't think, I, I mean, I, I could easily see that being a win as well. I think you could argue all four turnovers because the Boston Scott one, not necessarily on, on Minshew either in all, um, you know, in, in an outright sense. Tony, Rick, first of all, has congratulated you on making the championship round of the Blog and the Boys Fantasy League. Um, I think that's a stupid comment given that you're facing me. Uh, but Tony, uh, so all that aside, do you, where do you fall on this? Are, are you, you know, wanting to give some grace and extend some love to the Eagles? Yeah, I was close. And Jalen, I don't know. Are you like, hell no, we squashed these bugs. Yeah, like I, I don't care about how they feel about it to be honest with you because they were doing their whole parade and song and dance about cooper rush and you know how well he you know they beat cooper rush and they were happy and they weren't taking any excuses so the same thing you like start said you put up 40 points in the nfl football game against your your least favorite you know team in the league so i'm not going to apologize for winning i'm not going to apologize out here for doing what you had to do um i am concerned a little bit i know uh danny said that uh he was less concerned with the secondary and the cornerbacks I'm, I'm a little worried to be honest with you if the pass rush isn't going to get home it's going to expose things that like nation right and you know i think deron bland is going to be outstanding and he's doing really good things but there there's some things that he could be better at and even trayvon Diggs are getting you know kind of picked on his um you know his tendencies so overall i think you know it's the chicken of the egg situation is a team better because of a pass rush are they better because of the secondary we need them both to kind of step up and produce a little bit better because we we all agree this offense is championship caliber offense and we in this defense at one point was a championship caliber defense if they can get even remotely close to that i think this team could be really scary moving into the playoffs Mike Poland, are you concerned about the Cowboys defense, Cowboys pass rush, any sector of that side of the ball? It's got to be the secondary, um, most definitely. Like, I agree with most of what being said. Like, the, the defensive line in terms of, like, the pressures, I know the sacks aren't there, but sacks, all the sack is is a pressure that turns into a tackle. As long as you're getting back there and you're causing mistimed throws, uh, you're getting in the quarterback straight, that's enough. Secondary, that is a problem. But the secondary is down more to anything, to injuries. So that's the biggest concern. Mm, B2, your thoughts here. I mean, are are you are you cool with this? I mean, like, what, are you do you just want to let your homer flag fly? Like, we're just, this is an interesting kind of social experiment. Yeah, I, I think that the secondary is definitely, like, top of the list concern. I did enjoy to see that, we have versatility or the Cowboys have versatility with Deron Bland, how if, as they're trying to shuffle things around, he could play on the outside and in the inside. So I think that that's a great development. But as far as like the overall game itself, I was looking for a signature win all season. I do think that the Vikings game was an, a complete performance, but we see now the Vikings themselves, you know, they're, they're losing to the Colts early on, you know, letting up 33 points. They kept the giants until the very end of the game um, in that matchup. So I don't take the Vikings win as much of a, a victory for me as I do with this one. I think that going back and forth against the top team in the NFC and in consideration for the top team in the NFL, they, they brought all their horses on defense. And, you know, Gardner Minshew still had a great performance and everything. And I think that we were expecting that. But they didn't really lose any guys on defense that were coming to this game except for Avante Maddox leaving. So they had all their horses on defense and the Cowboys you know, took it to them. So I think that to me was the biggest development overall. 
Mm, well said. Okay, so last week was a weird week for the Cowboys. Maybe that's a attributing factor to why the win is a little bit wonky in the eyes of people. Uh, but with the, both teams having clinched, the Jalen Hurts factor, the fact that you know the Cowboys might see them again, this week is even more weird. The fact that the Tennessee Titans have nothing to play for. The Cowboys technically have something to play for to keep their faint hopes for the division and the one seat alive. Um, the Cowboys are 10 point favorites at the time of, of our streaming this. Um, so that being said, I think we all believe the Cowboys are, are going to win this game. So let's just kind of operate under that assumption. It's difficult to kind of preview the Titans because, well, again, the week is just insanely awkward. So um, we were kicking around things to talk about here. And Sturge, I want to start with you. Do you want the Philadelphia Eagles to win this week? Now, besides the like, what the hell are you talking about of that statement? Um, if the Eagles win, um, assuming the Cowboys win, that locks the Cowboys into the five seed. And that sort of forces the Cowboys to consider whether or not they do want to manufacture their own buy next week of sorts before the wild card round starts. If they don't win, if they were to lose, yes, hope does exist that Dallas could wind up leapfrogging them for the NFC East, but they would have to lose to the Giants. So that being said, Sturge, do you at all see any proponent? You can you can side against it, but do you see any validity to the idea of Dallas being locked into the five seed for the purposes of examining the bigger picture at stake. No, <laughs> not at all. Actually, they're not even, not even remotely close. No, you put yourself in a position by beating the Eagles that all of a sudden it's a improbable thing, but it's still, there's a percentage out there that, that looms that the Eagles are still banged up, that the saints are still playing for the South, believe it or not. And the giants at the end of the year, you know, do they really want to get swept by the Eagles heading into the playoffs? So like, the teams that the Eagles are facing are coming to play. I don't think anybody's sitting. I don't think anybody's resting. And if anybody's resting, you know, the Eagles have already kind of pushed the panic button. Like, oh, Hertz is going to play this week. Don't worry. You know, like, no, no, no. Like, I don't think he plays this week. And I think the Saints actually beat him. So I will never, A, for just you know, logical purposes, I would never root for the Philadelphia Eagles to win unless they're playing like the Giants or the Washington Commanders where, like, it helps in the division or whatever. But, like, I would never, ever want the Eagles to win a football game I don't even want them to exist, to be honest with you, but they're there. Um, but overall, no, the Cowboys have put themselves with that win on Christmas Eve. They put them put themselves in a position to kind of, you know, there, there's there's hope out there. I'm not worried about like let's get ready for Tampa. What is actually to get ready for? I don't care. It's Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady looks like a fossil lately. Okay, there's always one drive, one drive a game where people are like, oh, there he is, right? But why does it take to the end of the fourth or even overtime to even see the real Tom Brady? We don't have to worry about Tom Brady this time around. I promise you guys that I'm putting the utmost faith in this Dallas defense to get right, whether it be, you know, hosting round two and somehow that works out that way. Or, you know, they get the they get the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Tampa Bay in a nice, sunny, whatever weather we play in Tampa Bay and we and we roll them. Uh, Tampa Bay stinks. Aiden, maybe the, the better way to, to verbalize this so nobody kind of like is, is aggressively attacked by the question is, do you just want the Cowboys to be locked in? Because our comment section is like anyone who says yes to this, like they lose all their points. So Aiden, you're a pretty logical thinker. Um, we have seen the Cowboys approach uh, approach these kinds of situations differently. Last year with everything clinched, they, they played not to win, but they didn't fully rest all of their starters. Micah Parsons didn't play. Um, notably in 2016, uh, the Cowboys kind of took their foot off the gas. In 2014, they played everybody in Washington on the road. 2018, they had nothing to gain in New York. They played everybody. Blake Jarwin, who, by the way, is apparently visiting with the Eagles, caught three touchdowns in that game. So, you know, we, we've seen different things. We've seen it work out, obviously, all negatively. But what would you like to see? And do you want to see the Cowboys, if it comes to that, rest everybody? Because if you do, then I imagine you do want to see the Cowboys locked in as the five seed this week. Yeah, in terms of do I want us to be locked in, I'm not going to 
No, I'm not rooting for the Eagles to win. I don't want them to win. And I also don't want to be locked into the five seed heading into week 18. But if I'm Mike McCarthy for the next two weeks, I'm playing my starters as if we're going to be locked into the five seed. That means that this week I'm auto sitting Tony Pollard. If he's actually dealing with the injury, sit down, Tony. Zeke can handle it. Micah popped up with a hand injury today. Depending on the severity of that, I'm auto sitting Micah. I'm just saying, listen, guys, we're almost 100% going to be the five seed. If you have any type of injury whatsoever, just sit and we'll walk into the You get a couple weeks to rest. So am I rooting for the Eagles to win? And am I rooting for us to get locked in the five seed? No. If I'm the Cowboys, I'm treating it like we are automatically going to be the five seed, knowing that very likely we're still going to win both games. B2, you were nodding along. Do you share this sentiment? Are you on Thursday night? Hey, Tony, you know what? Don't even make the trip. Nashville, whatever. They got the music, people singing on the streets. That's it. You don't need to see all this stuff. Yeah, the, the the thing that I look at also, too, is like, okay, what are the Titans playing for? And they are a lot more banged up than the, than the Cowboys are right now on, on their team. And they're playing for Week 18. Like, they might even sit a lot of their guys. And I Yeah, this is preseason for Tennessee in all senses of the word. Exactly. So I think that, like Aiden mentioned, I agree with what he said about Tony Pollard. Like, the thigh issue, it popped up. I'm hearing that it might be a possibility that he sits this game. I'm totally okay with that. I know, like, a 1,000 yards would be great for Tony Pollard, but – I'm looking at the bigger picture of, and I know Danny brought this up a few weeks ago, and I need to apologize because I was against it. But now that the way that things kind of played out a little bit, I would not want a scenario where the Cowboys go against the Washington Commanders who are fighting for their lives in the playoffs. And then all of a sudden, somebody gets injured along the offensive line. I know they have depth, but again, when we saw Peters in at right tackle or wherever he is, he's, you know, the age is starting to play a factor into his game. So I think that when you're playing a team that's tough, like the defensive line for the Titans, you know, they're a tough team as well, too. I, I don't want to risk injury. I'd rather if, if the Cowboys lose in the wild card round because they're fully healthy, I'd much rather prefer that to say that they gave it their absolute all rather than saying, man, what if uh, Zach Martin played in this game and what it could have been? Oh, only, if only he actually sat for the Tennessee Titans game. Brandon, mm. you ever put that mojo out there again with yeah. Zach Martin's name? I will personally find you. Don't you do that. I know. I, I'm just you saying. guys actually did exchange like hometown information. So like search has a, a fairly strong idea of where you live. Very true. Uh, Very true. Uh, yeah. So uh, B2 flying a little bit close to the sun. Danny, um, Brandon mentioned you and credited you. This was actually one of the topics that you suggested. So uh, I think we're all curious for your thoughts here. Um, again, forget the Eagles part of it. Like, I know it's hard to say, like, again, search, we all understand your point. Like we don't want to see the Eagles win, but you know, the Cowboys could lose then if you want to put it that way. Do you want to see Danny, this kind of taken out of Dallas's hands? Because in all likelihood, the NFL would schedule Dallas and Philly at the same time next week. And we'll see what happens with Washington, whether or not they are playing for a playoff spot, but Dallas would have to play that game all the way through scoreboard watching to see what's happening with the Eagles, unless they get locked in this week. Yeah. I think there are a couple of, uh dependent factors that will uh, make my decision for me. Uh, first off, I wanted to say that, uh, you know, I disagree with Sturge in the sense of the Cowboys have, have earned this right. Mm -hmm. I've actually think that they have not earned the this right because now they have put themselves in a position to where it's a little bit awkward. And uh, because of a couple of, you know, two score collapses that they've had, things are a lot, lot harder for them. So, for me, I think that what's going to make my decision is what happens in, in with New York and Indy. Uh, we, I think we expect the Giants to win there. And if it looks like they do, then I am not going to be sad if the Eagles win. And then and to answer that question, then I would be fine with uh, being locked into that uh, fifth spot. And it's because I do think, and I'm not worried about Tom Brady as much as I'm worried about 
what players could get hurt in week 18. And I think that's very important. And B2, you know, when he was talking, we were all thinking Tyron Smith. I don't know if you were. What are you guys doing? Saying names. What's wrong with y'all? Chill out. No, it's super important for us to to be ready and to, and to, to be healthy. And so to me, that's a priority over trying to a long shot where if, 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 if week 18 features the Eagles you know, having to win to, to secure the one spot and the Giants resting because they have nothing to play for. I mean, come on, let's just be realistic. That game's not going to mean anything. So that's where my mind is. And I'm honestly, I just want what's best for the Cowboys. And I think the easier path is to be ready and rest, uh, you know, work out some of the things that they need to work out, you know, to get this team ready. But for sure, I mean, I'm not sending out any, any key players out there. I don't want Micah playing, you know, I don't want Dak playing if, if I'm being honest. So no, yeah, that's, um, I, I have no problem with things being locked in at that point. Sturge. The, the only thing I want to, I, I will agree. And I know this is like weird. <laughs> Me and Phantom agree. I'll agree that like, there's a, the giants element is a big one, right? Like, but the problem is the, it, the Cowboys are a standalone game right now. You know what I mean? Like, so there will be no, like, I wonder what other teams are doing. You know what I mean? Like they're going to go out there and kind of, I think they can kind of moonwalk backwards blindfolded and win this game, to be honest with you. I think so. Like you can put a Cooper rush out there in the second half and I think we'll be fine. Right. But it really does depend on that giant game because if the giants lose and all of a sudden they're in a must win situation against the Eagles in week 18, and we have a chance to go beat the commanders and then win the division, you know, hence the Eagles losing tonight. Um, or or this week, like if the Eagles lose this week, we really have to see like what the Giants do because that that's exactly I was thinking the same thing. I just didn't want to say it because you know I don't want the Giants to win either. But if they do lose, you know that puts a lot of pressure on on the Giants. That you know I, I understand they're always trying to talk like rebuild and we're just ahead of the rebuild and all that stuff. But the Giants will look at this as a failed season if they had one more game to go and they had to just get one more win to get to the playoffs of the postseason, which would put their entire organization. Ahead, way ahead of a rebuild, right? Then you would start taking them seriously. They want to be taken seriously. I don't think they lose to the Colts, but if they do, it's like a whole nother ball game, man. Yeah, I think we're all rooting for the Colts to beat the Giants and the Commanders to actually win and tighten those things up um, so that Washington maybe takes their foot off the gas a little bit next week and New York feels all the more pressure from what is going on. That's the nirvana if you're a Cowboys fan. Uh, first of all, Zachary um, has atoned. Zachary says RJ feel ashamed for questioning Dak after the early interception. Zachary, it's okay. We forgive you. Mike, you're now not Mike Poland. You're Mike McCarthy. What do you want? Do, I mean, do you want this taken out of your hands? Because that's ultimately what happens here is the decision is somewhat made for Mike McCarthy. Even if you look at a different Mike, Mike Rabel has said this week they're in a, a similar situation, albeit kind of the opposite direction. They have nothing to play for this week. And Mike Rabel himself has said, yeah, like that is definitely affecting and impacting the way I'm approaching this because the bigger game happens next week. That would be the case for the Cowboys. So that being said, Mike Poland, what do you want to see if you're Mike McCarthy? Do you want kind of let the cards fall where they may, or do you want this just taken care of and then you react to it, you know, moving on as soon as you can? Yeah. No, I, I, I'm, I, I got a new best friend in Jersey with Sturcio. Uh, I'm all about Dallas Cowboys forever, Eagles for never. And um, basically the way I look at it is it's a case of like a saying we've got over here, he who dares wins. So at this stage, we don't know what the Eagles – destiny is right now so go out there and play as if it's your you're trying to earn that first p- place uh, in the nfc because the added bonus to it is you're also trying to play for home field advantage so if you get that first place you now face like for argument's sakes the bucks will be playing the eagles rather than playing them at their 
field, they're going to be playing you at yours. I mean, it's hard to disagree. I didn't know that there was like a budding bromance happening here uh, between you and Sturge. Sturge, do you agree? Is like the best friend thing mutual, or is this? I've actually never had my last. I've never had my last name spoken in a, in a British accent, so that was pretty badass. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> wow, um, Tony liked. Catalina, you, 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 you move with the winds, right? You, you can feel the downs that the Cowboys bring, but then when the ups are there, you're, you're there. I mean, I vividly, I remember so vividly last year when you were like, "This is all about how much I disrespect the Eagles." So that being said, we've, we've made it through. We are Andy Dufresne. We are, we are almost done crawling through here, and we're out to freedom. To the playoffs this year you can taste freedom tony catalina do you want to jeopardize it in any way shape or form i mean it's great that we all have opinions on this and that you know it's you know that's what's great about the show Shut but down, i'm tony, gonna let's go <laughs> i'm gonna lean towards what mike mccarthy and them have shown us if there's any statistical mathematical possibility that they can advance themselves they're gonna handle it as such oh. you know mike Mc they're going to. It's just. I mean, that's. I can give you my opinion, or that's the. That's the truth. No, you know. Tony, if, speak, speak, Tony. Keep going. If, if they if they have a chance to get the one seed, they're gonna handle it like that. They're gonna play out there, and we. And that's really kind of how I want it to be. And I was dead against that last year. Sturge turned the tide. We had the whole conversation where I said, I don't care what disrespect about the Eagles. I don't care about beating them. I want to get healthy. They showed us what it looks like. They put up 50 burger when the game didn't matter. The Cowboys, you know, and like you said, there may be something towards that. If, if you want them to protect themselves, maybe you are rooting for certain things that you wouldn't in normal situations because you take the take the situation out of their hands. Week 18 could look like a totally different ball game. But if this, the chips fall as they may in a, in, a, in a way that the Cowboys could advance, they're going to go balls to the wall. They're not going to be satisfied with the fifth seed and they're going to try to go for one as long as it's actually possible brandon clements tony i think we all agree with his point if the eagles lose this week hell yeah go for it right whatever but if they win right that that's that's the genesis of this question if the eagles win does it force you to reconsider if you're mike mccarthy yeah i would say i would say yeah of course it would and you don't have the luxury of seeing how the eagles are going to play this weekend because the, you know the, the cowboys have the thursday night game so yeah you but i think we all the, play all the way through this week we're all good there we're yeah, talking about yeah. next week in washington well that's a whole nother conversation man yeah that's, that's, yeah, that's mean, what we're talking about that, yeah i mean rj to answer your question I, I i would you know let's see how the chips fall this week against with the eagles uh, on, on this weekend and if the eagles pull out you know pull out the win then I think it's an easy choice. Obviously, you, you, you make it. You make week eighteen your bye week. You let everybody get a little bit healthy and and get ready for the postseason. But if the Eagles stumble, you know this weekend, then you you, you go for bore and you go for it on week eighteen and, and try to get that one that one potential one seed because you know a home the Cowboys are obviously very good at home. So if they can get a home game in the playoffs, that's never a bad thing. I mean, and, and to Sturch's point, Tom Brady Tom Brady is looking is looking like a fossil. So I'm not really that concerned about. Tom Brady at 45 years old these days. So Tom Brady. I, I don't care if we're playing home away. It's Tom Brady, you know, the fossil, I would say. I don't, I'm not too concerned about that. But, you know, the fifth seed and the, the one seed, it's, a, it's a two, two totally different ball games. You just got to wait and see what the Eagles do. I think, you you know, ideally what I'd like to see for Thursday is with the Titans being so bad, they're trending in the wrong direction. I think hopefully the starters can just crush the Titans at halftime, maybe the third quarter. And then just you know pull the starters and say okay we're gonna we're gonna let we'll let uh, let Cooper Rush uh, take us home and we'll see what happens in week eighteen. 
All right, I have a different question for everybody. And for the purposes of this question, you have to operate under the assumption that the Eagles win this week. So Dallas is the five seed. You know that beyond a shadow of a doubt. All right, that is happening this week. You have time traveled into the multiverse. So appropriately, B2, we will start with you since you're wearing the B2 shirt. That being said, Dallas is locked into the five seed. If the Buccaneers win this week at home against the Carolina Panthers, they clinch the NFC South and establish themselves as the four seed. So that being said, Brandon, do you want to see the Bucs win this week? Do you, do you want to know now, as soon as possible, that it's going to be the Bucs? Or do you want them to lose? Do you want the NFC South to stay in a little bit of chaos? Obviously, that stresses the Bucs out, stresses the Panthers out. Maybe you believe in that side of the argument. Or maybe you believe, you know, hey, I, I don't want to not know. I want to know. Give me, give me as much time as possible. Give me two weeks of ramp-up time for this game so I can start getting prepared. What would you want to see? Again, you're operating under the assumption that Dallas is locked in here. Yeah, if I had to rank the NFC South and where I think that I would prefer the Cowboys play them, it would be Bucks number one, Panthers two, Saints three. I don't, I want nothing to do with the Superdome uh, in in playoff scenario. You know, I just I don't like that. Even though they're they're not a great team, that environment I think can bring out the worst uh, for the team, and and the whole city rallies around that, um, especially with how bad they've been. I think the Panthers they present a, a big problem with how that they've been running the ball. Uh, out of the past five games right now they've won every game that they've rushed for over 185 yards and they've lost when they've rushed for less than 50 so their last game they set a franchise record rushing for 320 yards against the Lions team that is fighting for their playoff spot so it's not like it's a steamrolling team like the Texans so I look at that and I look at the the, the Bucks right and I see that the Cowboys lost them back to back years and I think that when you're looking to build momentum come playoff time I think that beating Tom Brady at Tampa Bay will bode well for the Cowboys for the long haul. And also, you know, I think it just it it matters. Like when you're in the playoffs, momentum matters in that situation. Uh, Aiden, sorry, my root beer was stuck in my throat. Everything gets stuck uh, when I'm talking to you, Aiden. Um, do you want to see the Bucks clinch, or do you do you want to see the Panthers take it one more week? No, not in. The, I don't want the Bucks to clinch because the Bucks are the last team out of that division that I want to so play. You're the, in the, you're first the opposite round. end of the spectrum from Brandon. I I. If you flip Brandon's rankings, com like com I would completely flip Brandon's rankings. I want to so play the Saints first, the Panthers second, and then the Bucks third. That would the be Falcons my ranking. Are eliminated, just so in case well, anyone is yeah. curious how we didn't mention them, just so we're clear. Yeah, yeah. Because but here's my thing: as a six and eight team, oh, that division is bad. I just want to play the team that is most likely going to. Um, the team that is least likely to get hot in the postseason and just have one spectacular boom, they just beat the 11 and four Cowboys. And to me, that team, like the one team that I'm most scared of that happening is the Bucks with Tom Brady. Mm. Plus, if the Saints win the division, they really damage the first round pick that belongs to the Philadelphia Eagles. So kind of a two birds, one stone sort of situation there. Tony Catalina, rank them for me. Bucks, Panthers, Saints, order that you want to play them in. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, for me, I want to play the Bucks, and then I would say the okay, Panthers. So no, we got, we got, no, you're with Brandon then. Yeah. So it would be Bucks, uh, Saints, Panthers. I mean, I, I'm not worried or afraid of any of them. I understand and respect Tom Brady and, you know, in that situation. I think ultimately, seriously, we have the best situation of any team in the playoff matchup in the wild card because more than likely we're going to face a team at most with nine wins with a chance that they could, you know, 
be below 500. I know it's slim, but I mean, if you're going to tell us that our first round matchup is going to be a shaky NFC South division winner, I'm going to sign up for that, whether it's Tom Brady or not. We saw what they look like against Arizona. I said it on the first and 10 podcast. If it was anybody but Trace McSorley, the Arizona Cardinals is going to win that game and it probably isn't even close. So it's, you know, I'll, I'll take my chances against Tom Brady. And to answer your question more specifically, I want to lock it in. If, if we're not going to advance to the one seed and we're not going to get a first round bye, I want to know who our opponent is. I want to prepare for Tom Brady and have two weeks to prepare because you know what he's going to do. He's going to prepare for us for two weeks and it's going to be a challenge. And um, But, you know, ultimately you're going to have to beat Tom Brady. And if, if we're afraid of him in the first round, there are better teams and better quarterbacks right now than them at this point. So you brought up the being afraid thing. Sturge, Kevin took five points away from Aiden. Sorry, Aiden. Also, Aiden is with a, a two A's. It's a double A situation. No E in Aiden's name. Uh, but um, so Kevin Sturge says, uh, if we can't beat Brady now, we can't beat anyone in the playoffs. Um, Sturge, you're somebody who's like, I want to beat the best. And I, I'm fine with that line of thought. I don't think any, like, speaking for myself, I don't care. Like, I, I don't have any issue saying I'm afraid of Tom Brady. Like, if the Cowboys won the Super Bowl and in the wild card round, they beat the same Donald Panthers as opposed to the Tom Brady Bucks. Like, the Super Bowl ring isn't any less small. The Super Bowl trophy isn't any less shiny. Like, give me the easiest possible path to the title. I'm not here for style points. Yeah, no, I, I said it the other day on multiple shows. The easiest path to the title right now would be Tom Brady in the first round. I know that sounds crazy to say because considering of who he is and what he's done, but so it's he, it's not a like I want to like face the goat thing for you. It's, it's no, a, I you want truly the easiest path. He's the worst. No, I want the easiest path because look, I mean, Brandon's like, yeah, the Panthers like did this rushing thing, and I'm like, okay, we're not good against the run. Do I really want to deal with that? Like, I I don't want to deal with that at all. I want to see Tom Brady who typically likes to throw the ball regardless of what plays called. Um, I, I think that he's going to be trying to sling it around. And I think that bodes well for guys like Deron Bland and stuff like that to step up and make a play. Right. So I want Tom Brady. He's the least to think about it like this. I know it's, it's and our good friend, Andy Dalton down in new Orleans. I don't, I don't foresee them winning. Um, but I do see like Sam Darnold having the ability to get around. You know what I mean? So like, at least he can get away from things. Tom Brady can't get away from things. I mean, he's either going to have to get rid of that ball fast or or just suffer the consequences well, when it comes but he's very good at it, to be fair but yeah no 100 percent. and that's and i'm and I'm, and i love micah i really do uh but i really need him to stop telling reporters it's because they're getting rid of the ball fast he keeps telling people that he's like get, he's tipping their cap like yeah it seems like we can't get to those guys to get rid of the ball fast and i'm like Micah, shut up. <laughs> like, like, Stop telling him that. Um, that's well said. I don't know whose mic is giving us that feedback. We are working on it behind the scenes. Um, so if it's you, please don't do it. I mean, I don't I don't know who that would be. Uh, but uh, Danny, uh, Samuel says, y'all are acting like Tom Brady didn't whoop us week one. Danny, did Tom Brady whoop the Cowboys week one? Uh, I don't know if I would use those terms. But, you know, I, I will say I agree 100% with Aiden. And I think there's a, one thing that's really important to – to mention in this whole scenario is we do want the Carol, the Panthers to beat Tampa this week, because it means that everybody's playing for everything next week. So you want that you, you want chaos ensuing. You don't, you don't care about having a two week advantage of of preparing for the bucks. Like some of these guys. Correct. I don't want anybody to be able to rest. Um, And and to play on that too, is I do not want to see Tampa Bay. And I know they're not playing great, but you know, Tampa Bay, like Brady does get the ball out fast. He's very seldom under pressure. And, we know that the Cowboys are having some pass rush issues right now. So, yeah, the Brady is the last person I want to see, uh, you know, in the first round of those teams. I would welcome Carolina and, and New Orleans for sure. Uh, so that's a, to me that is a very easy question. 
Um, I don't think we even want to tempt fate. We've never beaten Tom Brady. I know it'd be great to, to put that finally, you know, to check that box, but it would also be great to just not even have to deal with that altogether. So, yeah, no, I, I'll, I'll be fine if, if we don't see uh, Brady and the Bucks and uh, the wild card game. Yeah, I mean, to that point, there's a lot of people like, oh, I really want to see Cowboys Eagles three. I'm good. You know, <laughs> like, like if, if the seven seed wants to win and take the Eagles out, fine. Like, I won't care at all. I, I will not be bothered whatsoever. Brandon Clements, do you share that sentiment? Do you feel like who cares? Like no, nobody cares, Brandon Clements, that the Eagles beat the Case Keenum Vikings in the NFC championship game when they won the Super Bowl. They won the Super Bowl. Like, who cares how you get there? Exactly. I don't care. I don't care what the road it is to, to, the, to get to the Super Bowl. It doesn't matter to me. And how I would rank the NFC, the NFC South division, I honestly would, I wouldn't mind seeing the Panthers because I think Sam Darnold's a, a bust. He's always been a bust. He was a New York Jet, and they can't draft quarterbacks. So I, I'm not a, I'm not afraid of him. I'm not really afraid of that running game. I, I, I'm not really concerned about the Panthers. And then I would say the Saints because, you know, our old friend uh, Andy Dalton, he can still, he's still slinging around a little bit. They got Alvin Kamara. You know, they also got that gadget quarterback, Taysom Hill. So, I mean, you know, they they could be a little bit dangerous. Hey, I just want to interrupt a second. Let's just – just to <laughs> recap here, we're, we're debating between Darnold, uh, Dalton, and Tom Brady. So, just so that's clear, I want to make sure that's – Yeah. Okay, carry on. Yes, yeah, so and obviously, I mean, the, the Bucks. I'm not afraid of any of these teams, but the Bucks. the Bucks. it's it's Tom Brady. He still has – you know, he still has his weapons there in, in, in Tampa. You know, that's, that's how I would, I would rank them, but – Already to your point, I'd rather just see the easiest road possible. I don't, I don't care to see the Eagles again, but if if it's you know if it comes down to it and we can knock the knock the Eagles out of the playoffs, I mean, that's that's not a bad way to uh, to knock them out. You know, it's always a good thing. Mike, I have a special question just for you, um, and we can get a few people's um, input on it as well. Um, so on um, on the latest episode of the NFC East mixtape, which will drop later on uh, this week on Wednesday afternoon, uh, Brandon Gatton and I discussed the idea of the Green Bay Packers squeaking into the playoffs, which is, is possible. And yeah, I mean, I'm with you. Like lots of PTSD yeah. there. Like, I think that's the one we're, we're no, none of us have any pride there. Get him out. Like none of us want to even deal with that whatsoever. But Mike, let's say the Packers get in. They're only getting in as the seven seed. They would be the team. If that happened, that would travel to Minnesota. It would be both the most Packers and most Vikings thing of all time for Minnesota <laughs> have, to have had this wonderful regular season for Aaron Rodgers to come in and ruin it. And then you'd get Aaron Rodgers in the division around in Philadelphia. Is there any part of you, Mike Poland, that is kind of rooting for that to let to let Aaron go do that? Hey, Aaron, go go be our mercenary. Go to Philly in the division around. We'll go to San Francisco. We don't want to deal with this. Is like, is there any part, or do you not want to jeopardize that? Because if that worked out the way we're envisioning here, then Aaron Rodgers would visit the Cowboys in the NFC Championship game, and we would all lose sleep for a week. Yeah, I'm I, I, I'm not going through that stress again. Thank you very much. But I mean, if I I, I can remember reading something on how the Packers get in, there's quite a list in order for them to make the playoffs. Is that correct? They've gotten a lot closer. Last weekend worked out very, very nicely for them. Um, and if the Giants and Commanders kind of actually yield the results that we want, that helps them. Commanders okay. got to lose one game, and the Packers have to win out. And they got Minnesota yeah. right now, who is the biggest fraudulent team in the NFL. And then they're going to play the Detroit Lions, probably also on the outside looking in after this week. So the Packers will probably win out. So it's about the it's about the Commanders getting at least one win, and it has to yeah. come this week. We're going to. And that's Don't. that's so that's the weird dichotomy, Mike. Is like. The Cowboys could almost let Aaron Rodgers in. If they played a win in week 18, they could knock Washington off and, and open the door for Aaron Rodgers to get in. Is there any part of you, again, that would want to let him in if you could play God 
and let him go to Philly in the divisional round. No, no, I, re- I really don't. I mean, Aaron Rodgers <laughs> is the Dallas Cowboys crib tonight. I, I don't like a, care. A prisoner I, of I'll war let... over there. Like, no, 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 please don't do this. Yeah, no, no. I, I Every time when you see the Packers versus the Cowboys, I spend an entire week just like gently sobbing because <laughs> you, you, you look at the roster and you go, that's not a strong roster, but it has Aaron Rodgers, who is the anti-Cowboys, and I don't want to face that again. Danny. I did want to say one thing about that, though, as much as I agree with it. Yeah, I don't want any part of Aaron Rodgers either. If he did get in, it would kind of make things a little bit weird in the sense that we would dodge Philly and Rodgers and Philly wouldn't. So he could he could actually be in that. Philly case. wouldn't dodge Philly. Uh, Aaron Rodgers wouldn't. So they so the Phil the Eagles would then in fact have to play Aaron Rodgers. That's what he, I'm saying. Like, so would you not? Is there any part of you that would not want that? Like, again, let him go do your dirty work for you. Yeah, no, there's a part of me that, no, I don't want it, but if it happens, there's a there's a side benefit to it. Sorry I missed you saying that, but no, that's that's a good point you made, RJ. So what that would set up, and again, all of this is predicated on the Cowboys reaching the NFC Championship game, obviously, which would probably involve a win at San Francisco. Okay, but would you rather, Tony Catalina, would you rather face Aaron Rodgers at home in the NFC Championship game or the Jalen Hurts-led Eagles on the road in the division around? Mm. What's a scarier proposition to you? To be honest, I think it's a little scarier to face the Eagles. I think the the Rodgers has shown leakage this year. I think the Packers have you know put up some good games together, but for the for most of the season, they've been a beatable football team. I'm not going to take the fact that we lost to them in you know the circumstances we did and act like I'm afraid of the Packers. I know what the history is, but you know it's going to get scary at some point if you're going to win a Super Bowl, right? If if it's got to sure. be Tom Brady, if it's got to be Aaron Rodgers, whatever that path looks like, you're going to have to take out some Goliaths at some point. Um, and I'd rather get 45 year old Tom. Brady who's screaming and yelling on the sideline and Aaron Rodgers who you know is throwing his teammates under the bus every every time he gets in front of a microphone so yeah instead of taking the number one team Jalen Hurts you know the you know one of the MVP candidates if I can avoid that situation not because I'm afraid of them but because they're a better path I'm going to take that road less traveled okay does anybody disagree would anybody rather go to Philly in the divisional round than host the Packers in the title game no, I and in fact, like think about the the drought that we've been dealing with as a fan base and as people who cover the team. Like, you're you're gonna tell me that we can end this whole thing by beating Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers in the same playoffs? Like, <laughs> they would, would sandwich Brock Purdy too. Like, let's be clear Brock about Purdy's that. gonna come down to life, come down back to earth too. So yes, but so okay. But look so at the teams. Look at the teams: the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the 49ers who derailed us last year, and then Aaron Rodgers at home and sending him packing to do all his hallucinogens. Or oh. So no, nobody disagreed with Tony's statement. So then why did everybody disagree with Mike saying like I don't want to see this happen? Then you should want to see this happen. You should want to see the Packers pick up the seventh seed. Aiden, you were going to say something. Well, no, I I I want to play the Eagles in the second round as opposed to playing Aaron Rodgers. I mean. In the title game. As a, as, well, okay, but this is that, then that, that second assumption is that the Cowboys do make the title yeah, game. That's, that's the whole hypothetical. Welcome to the round table. Like, that's what we're doing. I mean, <laughs> okay, so you're, you're giving me the option between a guaranteed NFC championship versus a guaranteed second round? Yeah, but the goal is to win the Super Bowl, not to just simply reach the NFC title. Ooh, game. breaking news. Here's, here's the reason that I, that I'm hesitant about this hypothetical where the Packers make it in. I'm not sure that this version of the San Francisco 49ers isn't like us. They're not significantly less scary than the Eagles to me. Like I'm, I'm pretty intimidated by this 49ers team. So like in this hypothetical, like why not 
go play the Eagles and well, but in avoid Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. In, in your hypothetical, you might have to play both the Eagles and the Niners. In our hypothetical, you would only have to play one of the two. See, oh. amigo. I, <laughs> and, and the Eagles, I believe as well, have only lost one at home. That's so true. Plus, I mean, again, if we're like, like two games if, overall, if we're looking for like <laughs> yeah. the, ju the juiciest, most fun, like, you know, thing that we can create like happiness and, and content out of no seven seed since the NFL expanded to this format has ever won a playoff game. So this would be a Packers team, not only winning one because they would advance through the wild card round, but they would they would beat the Eagles. The Eagles would be a one and done team for the first time ever to a seven seed. That would have never happened before in the history yeah. of the NFL. Wouldn't that be a lot of fun to constantly tweet out B2? Yeah. Yeah. I'm changing my answer. <laughs> you well, you've convinced me. The, the one thing about what Mike said is uh, I've seen enough spy movies where if you, like you said, get the, the hired assassin in where they double cross. Uh, so I, I don't mm. want to mess with that. Uh, I see no, you're doing I, the James Bond thing. Yeah, exactly. I, I, <laughs> I do agree that I would much rather play the 49ers once and then maybe play the seventh seed in the championship versus playing yeah. the Eagles and then the 49ers in the championship game. I think. I, like Aiden said, the 49ers scare me most of all. I, I think that they have a better defense than what the Eagles have. They're playing a lot uh, like hungrier, like they have something to prove. They're rallying around their the young quarterback. And, you know, I think that they are scarier with regards to offensive weapons. I understand, you know, the Eagles are great on wide receiver, but I do think that they win the matchup, at least the 49ers do, with McCaffrey versus Miles Sanders, in my opinion, because McCaffrey's just a whole nother animal. So, um, yeah, I, I give me the championship game against Aaron Rodgers. Listen, you beat him at, at home. That's fantastic. You make it to the NFC championship and lose. Like Dave said, the Sturge said, you could, you could put that to bed. Um, to the point, um, Aiden, again, you were the one who brought up Philly, whatever the Niners. I think we, I'm more afraid of the Niners than I am the Eagles. I think we all kind of agree on some level. Um, Sturge, you disagree. Um, I think it, you're the guys, only one guy. I mean, look, it, it's, I understand they're playing very good There's, football right now. The yeah. And they're playing, they're, the defense is playing all world. But we're talking about Mr. Irrelevant seventh round draft pick. I think that, that's irrelevant at this point. Like, like that's it is a, it's relevant sure. because he's going to come down back to earth eventually. There's no or, no scenario in my mind thinks that yeah. Brock Purdy is going to be a threat in the playoffs. It's not well, just to Brandon. I know you have a point, but just to like finish this point, um, Aiden, if we went your way, I know you weren't like a staunch advocate for it. The Cowboys would get this mighty Niners team after a tough imaginable or imagining. Uh, game against Philly, so you, you'd go, you'd ride into that in a much more weaker state than you would the Packers at home in the title game. In in the scenario that we're crafting and building here, Brandon, you had a point. Brandon won. Brandon won. That is. So I mean, the Sturge's point, I, I agree. I, I would, you know, the, the Eagles, I think, are the the more challenging and the more difficult matchup, just solely on the fact that Brock Purdy is the quarterback for the Niners, and then Jalen Hurts is the quarterback for the Eagles. There's a big difference in, in, in quality of play at the quarterback position, and you know, for those teams, and that's not not anything to take away from Purdy. He's a good, he's he's had a good story, but I think he's going to come back to reality sooner rather than later. And I and here, here break it down a little bit further. The Niners and the Eagles, I think, both have very good defenses. They also have a lot of weapons on the offense. But at the end of the day, I think the quarterback position it tips way in the favor of the Eagles with Jalen Hurts, and I don't want to see, I I don't want to see. Um, Jalen Hurts at all. I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather go through the, the Niners as possible. Aiden. Yeah. I want to point out the fact that in my hypothetical, the possibility exists where we're playing the Vikings in the NFC championship game. If they get a fluke win over the Niners and I would love to play the Vikings for a chance to go to the Super Bowl. And also 
Serge, I just want to point out, were you super terrified of Jimmy Garoppolo last year? It's not like this 49ers team revolves around the offense. It revolves around the quarterback position. Jimmy Garoppolo was molded by one Tom Brady. So, yeah, I was a little bit intimidated by Jimmy Garoppolo. And the guy's a stud. At the very least, just to kind of land us here, and then we'll get to our last question of the night. Um, if you are afraid of the Eagles, and I don't think like anybody's above admitting the Eagles are a very good team, it would be a very difficult thing for Dallas to win there, especially in the playoffs, blah, 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 blah. If you do want to avoid that and you believe that Aaron Rodgers is capable of that, then you should be rooting for them because Aaron Rodgers would automatically go there because they're only going to be in as the seventh seed. I think, does anybody think that the Lions can go further than, than the Packers as the seventh seed or the Commanders? Ooh. Right? Like, if, if you want somebody to do your dirty work, as a Cowboys fan, and your three options are the Packers, the Lions, and the Commanders, who stands the best chance and best opportunity of doing that? Brandon, you raise your hand. I mean, I think I think our boy Hamid would say the Lions. I mean, he's like the Lions all year. So That's cool, but Hamid's not here. I mean, we're talking about, like, who's, who's got a seat right here right now. Danny, you were naughty. You agree that Aaron Rodgers the, the is – Sometimes you got you to get in bed with the enemy here. You know, hey, Aaron, go – Go to Philly, bro. They went to Philly. They won the Super Bowl after a playoff win in Philly. That 2010 Eagles team, everybody thought was great with Michael Vick. Tony Catalina, you've been silent. Close this question up for us as we move on. Yeah, I mean, I I, I like where, how you proposed it. If, if Aaron Rodgers go out there and do our dirty work, like well you done. said, I'm, night, I'm totally down for that. I mean, like you said, you mentioned uh, Washington and Detroit. I mean, who, who's got the spine to do that, right? I think Detroit and, and Washington, sorry for anybody who may feel differently, they'd just be happy to be there, right? I think them going and making it to the playoffs, they're going to be happy with that. I don't think Aaron Rodgers would take that, you know, and I don't think they're a gang, you know, busting team. I don't think they're this outstanding football team. But if you've got one night, Aaron Rodgers is behind, you know, behind center, I think he can get it done and do that work for us. Okay, so we have two point leaders at this point in time. And this has been happening a lot. We got a lot of fun activity and action happening on the round table. So we're going to do an old school pick em. So Tony Catalina, you are our point leader at this point in time. Congratulations to you, sir. Aiden, you are in second place. So the two of you are going to pick people. Tony, you have the first pick. And Aiden, since you have the second pick, you're going to get four people on your team. So Tony, give us your first pick. I'm going to go with my guy. Sturge, come on now. Okay, so Tony and Sturge. Aiden, who's your first pick? Actually, I'm going to put you over here, Aiden. I'm going with Mike. Okay, so we don't have to move you, Mike. Okay, Tony, this is your last team member. So you're also picking the two people who are going to be on Aiden and Mike's team. I mean, he's saying B2. I'm going to go with B2. Okay, look at that. I like wow. it. Danny, how do you feel? You were moved the most for the YouTube audience. Like You moved all <laughs> over the screen. I feel pretty good. You know, I... Uh... It's always the hat trick versus everyone else. So, uh, <laughs> um, coming for your soul. Okay. That's you know, a bit of a throwback for the, the like longstanding, uh, round table winners. Okay. This is a very simple question. So we're going to have one winner, one team. It's either going to be Tony Sturge and B2 or Aiden, Mike, Brandon, and Danny. That's how we're doing this. All right. Aiden, you got four people on your team, even though you went second. So Tony, that means your team goes first. Very simple question. All right. I've lost the thing I'm looking for. Uh, here we go. Where would you rank the Cowboys across the entire playoff field? And teams likely to get in. So, you know, like the Giants, I think, are likely. And I don't think you think the Giants are better. But still, where do you rank the Cowboys? We kind of went through this exercise right now, who we're afraid of, whatever. But the Dallas Cowboys are the what best team of all those who have a ticket to the dance? Team Tony. I mean, I'll go first if you guys are cool with it. And then I'll, um, you know, obviously. I want to see some for- arguing here, by the way, like amongst teams. So, you yeah. know, entertain me. That's what I'm here for. Just for clarity, RJ, do we need to come to uh, consensus or can we have our own opinions? I just need a team to make me feel good about myself. Okay. That's really <laughs> All right, well, 
<laughs> when I look RJ at this, is the right, most intimidating team going into the There playoffs. we go. Stretch knows the game. I mean, I, for me, I would put them, um, I would probably put them as third, the third best team. You know, I think, um, you know, I'm looking at the Chiefs. I need you to tell the, me who's better. Like, just to be, I don't, I'm sure you were going to, but just so everyone knows. The yeah. Way. Yeah. I think the Eagles and the Chiefs are the only teams that you could definitely say right now, I feel are better than the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, I, I, I would take our chances against the Buffalo Bills. Um, I know what they have and I know they have some talent, but I think the Cowboys can get it done there. But, um, you know, I, I put the Eagles above just that's me trying to be respectful of them and what they've done this year. And you are what your record says you are. And, you know, you take that with a grain of salt. But, and, you know, Pat Mahomes is a bad man. You know, he makes things happen. It's crazy. So I'm going to sit here and tell you right now, those are the only two teams that I could honestly say that I think um, that I would pick them over Dallas. And I, I think my teammates would agree. And maybe not. We'll see. Start well, think. we're going to see now. We got to get a little bit of a back and forth. I changed my mind. Aiden, go ahead and oh, okay. get your team started. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna say the Cowboys are. I'm gonna say the Cowboys are third. Yes, I'm gonna say the Cowboys are third, but in a different way than Tony. And this mm. should encourage fans. I think it goes number one Chiefs, number two Bills, number three Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are currently the best team in the NFC. If I mean in the first round, Jalen Hurts is gonna be at least a little bit hobbled. I we just saw Dak completely expose that defense. And to me, I'm taking an experienced Dak in the playoffs over uh, the Eagles team. The only reason I'm picking the Chiefs and the Bills is if the Cowboys were to go up against those two teams, I think it would be a shootout. I think the score, final score would be 41 to 40. And I'd take those other two quarterbacks over Dak in a shootout. So but I'm saying third with the two NFC teams being over the Cowboys. Let's keep your team rolling. Brandon. Everybody's got to be on their toes, people. This isn't just a normal, like, one, two, three in order. All right, let's go. I, I have to agree with Aiden. I, I think I think I got third as well. I was I was, I was thinking of my list as well. And, you know, I, I put the Bills in Kansas City uh, in, in that category. I think in the NFC, I'm not afraid. Of, I, I'm not – I think the Cowboys are the best in the NFC. That's just how I, how I look at it. I'm not, I'm not worried about any of those teams. But, uh, you know, the Bills and KC are the, are the two teams that I think are really – I mean, they're, they're – I think – Whoa, I don't know what Wait. happened here. Wow. That's that was, impressive. We're getting crazy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I don't know if you um if you know what happened, but your uh your screen completely flipped uh 90 degrees. Um and I don't does anybody hear Brandon? And your mic point? shut off. So yeah. Clearly so, that wasn't a good answer. Next. Um, and it's uh, making me uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, because I don't know. Uh Brandon, you might need a refresh. Um, maybe like I don't know if you can still hear us, but you might need to exit and come back in. I've never seen that happen before that was uh, in the history cool. of this uh, of this platform. Um, let's go. Um, I'm going to try to buy Brandon a moment here. Um, Danny, what did you have for lunch? I think, um, oh, what do I have for lunch? <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to buy him a moment here. Uh, uh, I had, uh, I actually had a chicken sandwich for lunch. Grilled fried. I mean, it, it was grilled. Yes. Okay. Toast sourdough. Like actually it was on the Hawaiian rolls that we had leftovers for Christmas dinner. So, ah, uh, okay. Not your first time. I see uh, any side chips, fries, <laughs> No, <laughs> just three little sliders. That's all. So three sandwiches. You weren't specific about that when you told us. Brandon, I bought you so much time, dude. You are so welcome. Uh, in case you were curious, uh, Danny had three chicken sliders for lunch, grilled sandwich on Hawaiian rolls that he had left over from Christmas. He had Finish that all point. while we were waiting for you to get back. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's just about to say. I'm not sure what happened. The internet, internet gremlins got me again, RJ. Sorry, but finish your point, Brandon, please. I was just going to say, I, Aiden made a great point. I think the Bills and Kansas City are the are the two the two teams that I I would say are are better than the Cowboys at this point. 
I'm not worried about I'm not worried about any team in the NFC right now. I think I think Aiden Aiden's on on point with that. Bills, KC, and then I have the Cowboys. B one to B two, Brandy. You don't have to tell us what you had for lunch, but you do have to tell us where you ranked the Cowboys in the playoff field. Uh, I put them third, but I put them at a three or a, a tie at third with the Bengals, only because I do think that Joe Burrow come postseason. Listen, they were at the Super Bowl last season. I understand that it's they are a different team, um, but I do think that they can create some magic again. Um, and listen, we're going to find out which is the better team on Sunday with regards to the Bills and Bengals playing each other. So um, yeah. Monday, that's Monday, Monday night. Right? Monday, Monday, Monday. So you have the the Chiefs. I, I do think the the Bills are number two over the Eagles. The Cowboys beat them. So I, I put them you know ahead of them. And again, common opponent. You're very familiar with them. Uh, but yeah, tied for third with the, the Bengals. The Cowboys are. Mike, Brandon was the only person to mention the Bengals. We've heard love for the Chiefs, the Bills, and the Eagles, but do you put any team in even close in consideration? Which of these do you rank ahead of the Cowboys? Okay, Cowboys are second best, and Whoa. it's a 1A, 1B, and it's between the Cowboys and the Eagles, which I know sounds a bit weird, but what I'm going for is that the Cowboys, their turnover differential is one of the best in the league. Points per game, one of the best in the league. Offense is on the up. Duo running back, uh, defense. Obviously, you know you're going to get LVE back for the playoffs. By then, we're hoping the defensive back situation sorted. Cowboys number two all day. Okay, all right, Sturge. I got the Cowboys at number two, and I think the only team ahead of them. Best friends again. Um, (laughs) I think the only team ahead of them are the Buffalo Bills. Um, I I don't buy into the Chiefs' uh, defense. I don't buy into the Chiefs' running game. Uh, I buy into the fact that Josh Allen would be a nightmare because we just can't seem to wrangle any uh, scrambling quarterbacks and the guys like their running back. I was going to say, I was actually going to go into this and say Buffalo has no running game, but then I'm like, well, Josh Allen is their running game. So that kind of works out for them when they need it to be. But the Cowboys, if everything clicks based off of what we've seen out of the offense lately and based off of what we saw out of the defense earlier, I mean, look, man, I, I, I listen, you know me, I'm not, I, I'm, I'm a, a homer at in sorts, like where I'm just like, oh, I just want them to win, blah, blah, blah. But like, sometimes I'm realistic and I'm like, ah, I don't know about this team. Like if they put it all together, man, I, I truly think that this team could, could make some noise. And I think the team that could derail them is a team that's searching for a little bit of revenge from 92 and 93. So I think that's the only way um, this plays out in, in the best way possible. That it's a, it's a potential Dallas Buffalo Super Bowl, And it's uh it's a uh, digs on digs. Mm. Well, I'm going to, because this is a team versus team thing, I'm going to say no to the Bills only because Josh Allen, 13 interceptions on the year, second most. Kind of a quiet 13 interceptions. Has yeah, as many as Matt Ryan. That, so he he has as many it. as Matt yeah, Ryan. Yeah. Nobody cares. He had horrible interceptions in the fourth quarter Lost when they blew jet. a 17-point lead to the Vikings. Yeah. Nobody cared about that 17-point blown lead. Uh, Danny Phantom, the floor is yours. So, first off, I'm going to say that the two AFC teams are – are one and two. I think it's KC and Buffalo in that order. And uh, much to the dismay of my roundtable fate and whatever will happen in the comments, uh, I have the Eagles as number three. I, I think that they have uh, a better offensive line. You know, they have a lot of great pieces that, that work really well for Jalen Hurts. And I think as much as I hate to say this, they have a, co- a coach that has more moxie, you know, someone who's going to Go for it on those fourth down plays, you know, and, and and make and make. You know what? We have to give the Eagles their their props. So they're, they're they have the best record in the league for a reason. So the, to me, they they've earned that. Uh, so the Cowboys for me are, is fourth, and I really think actually when I was mapping this out, it was kind of four A and four B because I think the Niners are are a good team too. So that's I, that's where I have them. I know it's not 
a popular answer, but uh, you know, these there's some really good teams in the NFL, so I don't think that's like anything bad. Um, this was really good, really fun, really instructive. I take no joy in assigning one team to be the winners and one team to be the losers. Um, it's just <laughs> those are the rules around here. But something I wanted to do differently, I actually should have done this last week ahead of Christmas, but I forgot. Uh, everybody gets a singular award, and then we'll of course hand out the team prize, team championship. Um, so the best swoosh of the night goes to be one Brandon Clements. Uh, well done. Uh, you came in with the best looking swoosh uh, of everybody, so the podcast audience really missed out, but. Uh, you look sharp. You were going to win the Beat the Internet Award, but then I remember the swoosh in the conversation we had. So uh, that goes to you. Congratulations. Thanks, Our Tried the Hardest Award goes to Tony Catalina. Uh, Tony, you really just, I thought, brought a really impressive effort. Um, you know, I would have loved to have seen you not take stretch. You know what I mean? Fly fly by yourself. You know what I mean? Like first and tenless, so to speak. Uh, but you did try very hard. Uh, so I give you full and impressive props for that. The RJ was wrong award, Aiden. I forgot uh, that you predicted the Cowboys to win. So that's on me. Congratulations. Uh, I'll eat some crow. The JJ Watt award, just a tough spirited performance goes to Dave Sturgio, uh on the day that JJ Watt announces uh, his impending retirement from the NFL. The best answer award goes to Mike Poland, who just took it right now. I won't tell y'all who he took it from, uh, but the Josh Allen inclusion was really important. I love Josh Allen as much as the next person, but for whatever reason, the dude dodges and evades mm -hmm. any sort of criticism on a national level. The best lunch of the day, uh, I think it's rather <laughs> obvious, goes to Danny Phantom. Uh, who could beat a grilled chicken on a Hawaiian roll? That's well done. And of course, B2, the Cincinnati Award. You're the only person who gave love to the Bengals, really unafraid, and I don't think enough people are giving credit to the Bengals. I think they're going to beat the Buffalo Bills on Monday Night Football, and I think that nobody will talk about Josh Allen not carrying them. Uh, in heroic fashion. But the results are in, as you can all see, and Aiden outlasted Tony. So the winners are Aiden, Mike, Brandon, and Danny Phantom. Congratulations, Aiden Davis. What do you have to say? You assembled this team. Yeah. Shout out to my guys. We're playing like we're playing like Dan Dan Quinn's defense used to play. We're just playing like guys on a mission. And how do you how, how, would, you, how would you stack the four of you on the defensive line? Who'd be inside, who'd be outside and why? Ooh. I'm, I'm carrying a lot of holiday weight right now. I have, I, have some break, I have some breaking news, guys. I don't know if you want to hear this, but um, Aiden has been traded to Riled Up, so he's no longer with <laughs> uh, Just so everybody's clear. Um, Kevin wants you to know that you were robbed, Tony. I gave you the best answer award, Tony. Did you really feel robbed? I mean, that was the first time I've been called a tryhard, so... <laughs> 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 um, wow, uh, Ethan wants you to not retire, Sturge, like uh, like JJ Watt today. Never, wow. Never. Uh, let's see, uh, B2, this is kind of your territory now. Kevin says that Cincinnati is in trouble, they just lost Lyle Collins. Are you worried for your Bengals? Oh, uh, yeah, I guess a little bit, uh, if that's coming out, but um, no, I think Joe Burrow again. I mean, he's he's Joe, Joe Shiesty, as I feel like. Oh, cool, man, don't lose yeah. in December. Yeah. Um, Aiden Johnny Boy says that first and ten is looking like third and six right now. Do you, do you feel do you feel a little bit better than the other guys right now from first and ten? You should. Well, well, if it's third and six, we know that it's going to be a conversion if you're playing against the Cowboys defense. Uh, third and thirty. Uh, Aiden, you just won, dude. Like third and thirty, my man. Yeah. Uh, wow, sure. Danny, Danny Phantom, you were on the winning team despite that answer at the end. That you know you landed the plane. Do you feel responsible? Do you feel like you were carried? Like, what's your your take here? You know what? I, I feel like, uh, you know, I, I did my part. You know, we're a team. You know, I feel kind of like the hat trick. Maybe they might have been resting their guys this week, you know, in preparation for, for next week. I don't know. Um, Kevin asked who gets the third and 30 award. And I'm going to go ahead and say that Aiden, does. Um, Aiden gets the award because 
uh, I was wrong. Aiden, Aiden overcame that. Like, I buried Aiden, and he survived. So, well done, Aiden. You won two awards tonight. Uh, in fact, Aiden, as the leader of the team, you get to pick somebody from the losing team to make a random noise as we leave. Uh, but you can, and then you get to pick who on your team you want to pick the noise. Does that make sense? So, you're going to pick the person uh, on the losing team that has to make the random noise. And then of your three winning teammates, pick one of them to pick what that noise is going to be. I just got to hear it. Sturge and let's say that I want to hear Sturge make a noise. Well, and so who, so who wait, gets to wait, pick wait. the noise? So wait, RJ, RJ employs you here. I'm about to give you another opportunity with Chop, and you're going to pick me right now? <laughs> where Brand, B2 is just sitting there waiting in the wings? He's, he's for fully left. <laughs> he's just all the way out. He's full oh, healed. That's a good point, Aiden. If I were you, I would let you have you have me pick him. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I'll I'll have some I'll have some mercy on Sturge. I'll let Mike choose it because they just formed this new bond. So I'm not gonna let Danny assign the sound. Mike, just so you're not, you're aware, because we do this all the time. Yeah, here. Yeah, Somebody yeah, yeah. normally Tony has to make a random noise. We would like it to be truly random. A lot of people be like, oh, make a duck noise. Like, no, like we don't want chalk. Like we want something that is going to challenge Sturge. Something that's going to bring all of us great tidings and joy. Um, so, okay. what is your noise selection and why? It, it because it is the holiday period. I'm gonna say jingle bells. Just the sound of the bells, or you want to hear the, the song? Okay. Oh. Either, either. I'll let Sturge decide whether it's the song, oh. a rap, or the sound. <laughs> ah, you're on the spot right. now. No, I'm. I got. I got this. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> you gonna, gonna do, do it in my best, song? Or the, I'm gonna do the, it in my best New Jersey way I could possibly do it. All right. <laughs> Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to run in a one-horse open sleigh. That's it. Done. That's how it's done, Tony Catalina. 